Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. Yeah, Beehive Buzz, 17 away from 11. Let's bring in Chief Political Reporter Jason Walls. You with, with us there, Jace? Yeah, g'day, Pani. Good to chat to you, mate. News just in New Zealand and the UK have secured a free trade deal. Give us the details. Yeah, huge deal. And I'll tell you what, Jacinda Ardern was incredibly happy with this one this morning. If she didn't have a spring in her step already this week, she did now because of this deal. She was talking to British Prime Minister Boris Johnson last night about this, and the pair really kind of seemed to both agree that this is great for both countries. So Ardern says that this is going to be worth a billion dollars to New Zealand's um, economy, and it's going to it's going to benefit exporters, so the ones that are benefiting by the the tax cuts that they'll be able to receive going into the UK market by about forty million dollars a year. So it's it's good all round. There's some good news for wine. There's good news for honey. There's good news for lamb and beef. However, that takes a little bit longer to come into force, and there's a fifteen year period before the start of the deal where they get some sort of discounts towards the end, where it's an actual free trade agreement. We think that that's probably because because of some pushback from the UK farmers. They've got quite a strong lobby group over there. But it's safe to say that Mr. Boris Johnson himself was happy with this deal. And here's what he had to say when describing it um, in a Zoom message with a Zoom meeting with uh, Jacinda Ardern. Uh, we've scrummed down, we've packed tight, and uh, we've together we've got the ball over the line. And uh, we've, we have a, uh, a deal. So clear rugby metaphors there between the great rivals of the UK and the All Blacks. And Ardern, not to be outdone, um, hit back with this. If we were going to continue that on, then naturally it would, it would conclude with the All Blacks winning. And I know that New Zealand feels that way with this free trade agreement, but it's actually it's good for both of us as it happens. A lot of rugby metaphors being thrown around, but at the end of the day, although of course we all know the All Blacks would probably pip them, um, it is it does seem like a good deal from from both sides. So well done to the negotiators and negotiators on this one. Good stuff. Good to hear, uh, Jace. More on that to come across the day. Uh, other political matters around this week, and there have been a few of them. Uh, National Labor teaming up, working together. This uh, shocked me on housing. What did you make of this? I thought it was great. I think that a lot of people would be looking at this and seeing this is what we need more of in politics. They've identified an issue, which is housing. They've identified one of the solutions, which is um, this um, issue of not being able to build enough houses on bits of land and things like that, and this um, code compliance. And they've just said, well, let's just be able to build three-story houses, um, three per lot without resource consent. How hard is that? And they think it's going to build up to about um, 100,000 houses over the next five to eight years. And so Judith Collins up on the podium with Housing Minister Megan Woods was a good look, and Nicola Willis was there as well. And the two um, together saying, thank you for working with um, me for this. Um, thank you for um, working with us together to get this over the line was a really good look. And I think a lot of New Zealanders will be happy with this. So top marks for the government and for National on that one. Yeah, and and I think, you know, bipartisanship, it's, it's pretty rare, isn't it? But Actually, as you say, when you saw them up there together, you kind of thought, well, you know what? They actually are thinking about us for once rather than themselves. Absolutely. And it made me think there's so much just symbolic opposition that happens in New Zealand's parliament. I mean, you, you've got the opposition, whether it be national or Labour, just opposing things simply because the government is supporting them. And you actually drill down into some of the details. And there's really not a lot of difference between um, MPs on different sides of the aisle's opinion. So I think a lot of people would want to see more of this um, behavior between the, the two sides. 
Big week for COVID this week, as they all seem to be. Uh, what are we expecting numbers-wise for today, tomorrow? And I want to talk about what we're expecting from the Prime Minister tomorrow, traffic lights, etc. But but the numbers, um, are they? Are we expecting them to jump around like this, Jase? Oh, we are. We, uh, we've heard very clearly from Ashley Bloomfield and from Chris Hepkins that the numbers will continue to bounce around, and both of them have warned they're likely to keep going up. We see the R value, which is the re- reproduction rate, how much the virus is infecting other people, is at 1.2 at 1.3, which according to the experts means that in about a fortnight's time we're going to see numbers um, double. And then if the R value stays up, double again. So it's a pretty grim situation. However, the other side of the equation is we've got vaccination numbers looking um, at ticking up, especially in the Auckland region. I mean, we're almost at a point where they're 90% first dose, which is a great sign. But tomorrow, we're going to find out um, about this traffic light system that we've heard so much about, but very few details on, unfortunately. So the Prime Minister um, at about midday is going to be unveiling that, and we're going to be watching um, very closely to see what it means, because it's going to be the vaccination target, which means that Auckland and indeed the rest of the country um, can get out of their restrictions. So it's a big, big day. Any idea, Jason, what we're expecting to hear from Jacinda Ardern tomorrow regarding the traffic light system and, and our way forward? So we've all been trying to figure out what that magic number is all week. And the only thing that she'll muster up is it's going to be very high. So you can read into that thinking maybe it's 90, maybe it's higher than 90, maybe it's up to 95%. But at the end of the day, Jacinda Ardern knows these numbers, but she's not telling us till tomorrow, which has really um, got the the wrath of the opposition saying, well, if if you already knew it, the cabinet made decisions about that on Monday. Why didn't they just tell us straight away? Why string us along an entire week? And I do have some sympathy for that argument. Mm, absolutely. Well, I mean, well, Nationals was, what, 85? Did they say 85? 90% did they say last couple of days? So are we expecting Jacinda Ardern to say 95 tomorrow? Well, it could be as high as that. I mean, again, we're shooting in the dark. All we know is she said, um, expect it to be high. So it could be 90. It may well be 95. It may well be somewhere in between. We just don't know at this stage. All right, Jason, great to chat. Thanks for uh, bringing us up to date.